Welcome to Society Owes Me a Gen X podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Lily. We're going A to X through grunge, indie, alt-rock, pop, movies, soundtracks, TV, and general generation Catalano goodness. Or like something. Whatever. Hello. Hi. Our inaugural pod. Exciting stuff. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to get right into it. A is for the letter A. Um, actually, um, a la Sesame Street, I have a number also. Ooh. Yes. This oh, oh, no. I think I might know what the number is. I bet you don't. Oh, okay. Go on then. This podcast is brought to you by the letter A and also the number 13. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to give you some little clues and uh, we're going to take it from there, okay? Okay. All right. So this artist was born in 1974 and has a twin brother named Wade. Oh. Yep. Um, even more interesting, I'll say, is that they were the opening act for Vanilla Ice in 91 and 92. Oh, I feel like I should know this. You should know the next one. Go on. They were signed to Madonna's record label, I believe, Maverick. Is that right? It's her record label, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently everybody else rejected this person except good old Madge who signed her up. So anything that spawns from that, I think we can just blame her for, really. <laughs> I still don't know who you're talking about, though. Okay. She has been described in the music press as a poor man's Liz Fair. I'm, I'm writing notes in the hope that it'll trigger something. <laughs> okay. Should we do a little, yeah, a little teaser? Yeah. Before I talk a little bit more. I don't think that. I'm going to know who it is. I think you do. Oh. Do you love it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. No, I don't. <laughs> you know I don't. You know I don't. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to pipe down Alanis. <laughs> of course it's Alanis Morissette. And her third album, Jagged Little Pill. She had a brother called Wade. A twin brother. Mm. I know. He hasn't shown up in the press, I don't think. Um, yeah, so it was her third album, which was a surprise to me. I knew vaguely that she'd been a bit of a pop star in her native Canada as a youth. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I checked it out on YouTube. It's pretty funny. Um, I found this one track called Too Hot, and it's proper, like, Marky Mark kind of dancing, like the the sort of big 80s hair and leather jacket, but slightly off the Oh, well, it would totally shoulder. make sense then that she was signed to Maverick. Very Tiffany back in the day. Oh, mole Tiffany. Rock. Well, it's, it's total pop. It's complete pop. Okay, yeah, I can imagine it. Um, so I guess, anyway, uh, she was on, she was also a child actor. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, she was on a Canadian child's comedy sketch show mm. for a couple of episodes called You Can't Do That on Television, which weirdly rang a bell. It reminds me of that, um, oh, Kids in the Hall? No, I mean, it wouldn't have been, um, oh, God, it, very British, um, 
why why can't why you or don't something? You? Why don't you? That's uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was kind of more like make and do stuff. Weren't they all like, I feel like it was, um, they were from Newcastle or something. Or am I, I just imagining I can't it? remember. It was a mixed thinking, bag. Mm, Is it like, let's include regional? Are you thinking Not Biker Grove? Biker, Biker, Biker. I never watched Biker Grove. Grove. Oh, it's so good. Spoggy. Um, I didn't really, I found it irritating. Um, I don't know. I feel now like it's kind of like a... Um, Do you mean why don't you? Why don't you? It was a bit like a sort of kid's version of um, of like... Um, oh, what was that really obnoxious show from the 90s as well with like Mark Lamar? Narrowing and, it down. Um, Noel's House Party. <laughs> no, no, no. It was like not the L word. It sounded something like that. Um, oh, what was it? And they Ooh. got people on to like snogging like trouts and eating blocks of yard, lard and things. What? It was like a proper like lad show it was on just before or after euro trash it was that kind of oh you'll know exactly what i mean no i'm not i'm going right, to carry on we digress but i will I her name go... will pop back into my head i went to bed really early though my mum was really strict <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's um, gonna bug me God, you put me off my game then. sorry carry on <laughs> like, so but it wasn't disney then she wasn't one of the disney club no kids okay no i think it was a strictly canadian network type thing okay much more wholesome than i imagine uh, well, yeah, I'm, I suppose Disney's pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Britney. It was very tame, I think. Um, uh, yeah, apparently she's suffered depression throughout her 20s and 30s mm. and had a variety of eating disorders, mm. um, which she's battled. But uh, so, yeah, so getting on to the album. So, Jagged Little Pill, as we all know, and some love. <laughs> And some don't. Um, it, um, yeah, it came out in '95, which I thought I thought it came out earlier than that. Actually, yeah, yeah, it sounds a bit late, but okay. But I, I have to say, I didn't own this album, but my brother did. Yeah, I certainly didn't own it. I, I did borrow it. I'm not, not going to lie. <laughs> I liked you ought to know. I thought it was a. I, I didn't know anything about her. I just thought it was pretty good, pretty mm. punchy. Like a bit of femme rock. You know, it worked for me. Where it all went a bit pear-shaped was the continual churning out of what seemed like every single single on the entire album. Turns out she only released six, but it felt like all of them. And I think I know why as well. I was looking about when they were released. And the last three were released July 96, September 96, and December 96. Oh, right. It was that a lot. Yeah, in a heavy. short time frame. But is six singles a lot for, like, I, I don't know, what is the average for an album, singles-wise? Well, I think Bob and Dan of the Throwback Podcast would say uh, 13. Well, Dan would definitely say 13. No, 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 it's singles. Singles, not tracks. Oh, how many singles? Um, I don't know, four or five? Yeah, don't really know what the average is. I think okay. they might have got overexcited, like, oh, my God, loads of kids are buying this. Let's just churn out another one. Let's just whack out as many as we possibly can. I mean, I reckon that's why everyone got Alanis fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think you're right. I, you know, I don't find her offensive. I think it was just because it was played to death so much. And, uh, you know, we'll probably get onto it. But I think my major gripe with her is that ironic just isn't. <laughs> and that's ironic in itself. Well, it spawned much hilarity oh, <laughs> around yeah. the world for just that. So it should have. Shall I? Um, I might restart it. Shall I restart it? Yeah. I want you to know that 
Do you still really not like it? Does it not bring back any good memories? It brings back memories. It doesn't bring back good ones or bad ones. It's just <laughs> just got so bored of it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't, you know, intensely dislike it. You know, I don't feel about Alanis as I do for something that I fear you're going to bring up later <laughs> this evening. Mm, we'll see. Okay, fun fact about this track. Lee and Dave Navarro play guitar Ooh, on this track. Okay, maybe I like it a bit more now. What? That's really weird. How did that happen? <laughs> and I think she'd already recorded it by the time Madonna signed her, so I have no clue. Wow, that's a good bit of trivia. Actually, though... Uh, the producer was called Glenn Ballard, I believe. I don't know, it doesn't matter else. And he did a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe just tuck that little fact like a feather in your hat. Glenn Ballard. Glenn Ballard, yes. Okay. Um, and yeah, the number 13 is 13 tracks in Jagged Little Pill. Or JLP, as uh, the cool kids of know it. <laughs> um, she's actually, she was supposed to be touring. Sorry, coronavirus um, happened, but they've rescheduled it all for next year. So, oh, yes, Alanis so, is touring with this album. I, I think I remember tagging you in the in a, in, a, in a post about that and saying you could go on your own. <laughs> that one. I'm no super fan. I just told you I never had this album. Okay. Oh, but speaking of tagging you and stuff, I completely forgot to do this. Um, but I saw something on Facebook the other day, and. You're going to have to watch it for yourself, but I just found it. Nauseating. So it's, it's Alanis. I can't remember what she was playing. I think, it, has she got a new album out? It was something I didn't recognise, something fairly recent. I should know um, that. But I don't. And she was singing in, I guess it was her home studio, it looked like a library or something, with her daughter. And the whole thing was, you know, isn't, isn't it really cute that Alanis is, you know, doing this ditty with her daughter interrupting all the way through she's like no it's not cute like surely like you've got a babysitter or lots of people in the studio that could be you know entertaining her it's just oh, i found it nauseating but i feel like anything alanis would do yeah i think you're right you would find obnoxious <laughs> listen to it yourself or watch it yourself and tell me what you think no oh, she's all right she's all right <sighs> she made uh you know she made the break from from pop to some very popular rock, so you've got to give her credit for that. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, right, yeah, so that was the first um, single released in July 95, and then they uh, they didn't go mental because they waited till October to release the next one, um, which was obviously they didn't kind of realise how popular it was all going to be, but... This was the next single, Hand in My Pocket. I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm high, but I'm grounded. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. She's a good singer. 
Maybe throw she, her a bone that way, Anna. She is. I know. I'm, I'm just coming across it like, as massively, massively <laughs> negative here. Yeah, this is a bad, bad start. I do like <laughs> a lot of things. Just so Alice isn't at the top of my list. But I think one of the things I find annoying, <laughs> again, is that sort of the, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, sort of like a gaspiness that she, she, she seems to begin yeah. every song that way. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. That. I don't like it. She really means it. I think she was about 20 when she recorded it. It's just a bit overdramatic. Very overdramatic. As bad as Britney. Ah, Jessica now, Simpson. Britney isn't Brit- actually singing anything. But <laughs> <laughs> didn't say I'm a Jessica like, Simpson uh, fan either. But Lord Britney. no. We <laughs> wouldn't be sitting here if you were. <laughs> Britney, I do have a soft spot for. Yeah, but she does that thing as well. That, <laughs> you know, I find it. I find that interesting. But, you know, some of the lyrics are pretty smart. She wrote them herself. She's really young at the time. Ironic does know. not have smart lyrics. Just she needs see a dictionary. what album you would have penned it to. Well, actually, I should take that back because you're like, I would have done an amazing one. I definitely <laughs> wouldn't have called a song ironic and listed a bunch of stuff that is not Fair ironic enough. at all. Fair enough. Uh, well, now you mention it, shall we uh, head on over to the most unironic <laughs> song of all time? Here we go. It is it's quite cringy. If I recall, was this the one with the video where she's in the car? I can't remember. Is that not it? One of them was, and she was playing all the characters. Remember that? Oh, that would be right, yeah. Was it? I think it was. Yeah, I it think she, I think there is, yeah, it goes to all the scenarios. But you know, this reminds me of, um, you know, Winona in Reality Bites when uh, she goes for, for the interview um, and she's asked to find irony. <laughs> Yeah. Someone really should have asked. But I know it when I see it. (laughs) (laughs) But but the difference is she doesn't. Alanis doesn't. No. She probably didn't catch (laughs) reality bites. Foolish woman. Foolish girl. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say it's fair guess that no one on this there's no one on this planet of our age that hasn't heard this album this song all the songs yeah all yeah. the songs yeah. Do you know what's weird actually i'm only playing the singles here because i couldn't actually bear to play some of the other ones they're really quite bad i mean i know there's no surprise to you that but surprise me, no. to me i thought i would hear them i'd be like oh you know it's kind of cute or it brings back memory there were some really shit tracks i'm just gonna say it no shit call the doctor <laughs> or something i was like what i don't some of them i genuinely don't even remember just have no memory of whatsoever. I, ju- I just deleted it from my brain. Well, I definitely remember this one for all the wrong reasons. All right, all right, hang on. I don't mind if you fast forward. I'm I'm trying <laughs> to find my next track. Okay, very professional. I'm trying. I know I put it on here, but for some reason I can't see it. So I'm gonna put head over feet next. And if you could just vamp for a minute while I find the other track, that would be great. <laughs> Anna, what do you think of this track? Oh, I have nothing to say. That is massively positive. It's okay. It's okay. What can I say? I don't hate it. I definitely don't love it. Could you expand on that, please? <laughs> I haven't really paid a lot of attention to the lyrics. You know, are they accurate? 
Do they make sense? Mm. I guess it's a love song. Never really thought about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit album filler. Also, right. should be head over heels. I know, but she's Canadian, so sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a slam. Okay. Canadian. Canadian different expressions English. today is coming. Oh, they don't have heels, they just have feet. <laughs> I don't know. No, but it comes <laughs> a lot from, and their accent from Scottish and Irish. So maybe they. What's maybe that got to do with the difference between feet and heels? Because you know Irish people sometimes say things differently. I don't know. Okay. If anyone knows that, Mum, <laughs> <laughs> you're half Scottish. Is, did I just talk a load of crap or what? Okay, you learn. I found it. Here we I go. just think she didn't pay enough attention in English. Head she over busy feet. in a mole in a leather jacket Irony. slightly coming off her shoulder and <laughs> rocking out. You Learn. Came out July 96. I actually quite like this one. <gasps> Was what? it not played so much? Perhaps that's why. It wasn't completely done to death. I haven't got a clue. It came it came out one year exactly after after the first single you ought to know. Was it the least successful single? That might be why I prefer it. Well, thank you for asking me some information that I do not have. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. <laughs> well, it was swiftly followed up with All I Really Want, which I didn't really remember. Yeah, this one, this one name checks the album. Yes. Maybe that's why I like it. Yeah. Do you like a little pill is a good album name, you got to admit. Yeah. What's it a reference to? Is it like a reference to Prozac or something? Hard to Swallow, something hard to swallow. That's what I thought. Yeah. But... Um. Yeah, there you go. I'll give you that, Alanis. This one's all right. <laughs> Yay. I don't know why I'm celebrating. Uh, no, anyway, last single, All I Really Want. Here we go. Sweaters on backwards and inside out, and you say how appropriate. I don't want to dissect everything today. I don't mean to pick you apart, you see, but I can't help it. I don't remember this one. This was a single. Yeah. This must have been the least successful single. It's not very memorable. I know, I think it kicks off in a second. Please not on this one as far as I know, but she goes again. Hunter It's a signature. Okay, you glazed over. <laughs> no, I was thinking actually yeah, it, it, it's alright. Meh. <laughs> it's the meh of the album. You don't actively hate it. Progress. No, it's positive. All right. Okay, we'll fade around with it. So, you know, while she warbles away in the background, let's see if I have any more little facts for you. 
Uh, where is she now? Well, as you pointed out earlier, she has kids. She has three with her husband, whose name is Soli. 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 How do you spell that? Like S O U L E Y E. Oh, right. He's apparently a rapper. Yeah. I've never heard of him. Um, she suffered ten years of postpartum depression. Ouch. Which is yeah, that's okay. That is now bad. I feel bad. And she ran a marathon in 2009 to support um, eating disorder charities. Very good. She's very impressive. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, there's 13 tracks on this album, but it was also released on the 13th of June. Was it a Friday? So, there's 13, 13, 13, probably. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Her ex-manager, Jonathan Schwartz. Shame, Jonathan Schwartz. He was sentenced a few years ago to seven years in prison, stealing $5 million from her. Whoa. It's pretty impressive as it goes. And yeah, that's, um, I'm done. Right. Thanks for that. Over and out. Bye, Alanis. (laughs) See ya. Sayonara. Okay. So we'll move on to another A. 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 Canadian, eh? No? <laughs> Too soon. Canadian? Oh, right. Okay. I thought we were doing no, another Canadian. Lame An- another Canada another joke. Canadian, eh? Okay. Um, okay. Ready? I think so. You artiste. Or artistes. Give it away. Okay. Um, here we go. This band formed when the 14 year old eventual drummer posted a band wanted ad on his school notice board okay so as you know exactly who it is now <laughs> i think i do <laughs> okay. all right the lead singer was a member of a street gang oh oh no i don't know which is where his nickname came from oh their previous names before they settled on the one they currently have um were feedback and the hype. No. Okay. Well, okay. I, I think I know, but you, you, yeah, that second clue I wasn't expecting. If it's who I think it is. Um, in in the spirit of connecting all the different parts of these artists, they don't just have a, an A in common, but this band currently have thirteen studio albums under their belt okay the bass player's former housekeeper was sent to prison for seven years for 181 separate counts of theft from him oh my word yeah he's got that in common with Alanis and the lead singer always wears sunglasses because he has glaucoma yeah I know who it is he has glaucoma he has a valid reason he could wear better sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) who is it you could have interspersed them with someone that I like. No, I'm connecting them through 13 and also theft. <laughs> must be trusting okay. souls. Come on. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's you too. But Yay. they don't begin with A, do they? So no. I know what's coming. It's their wonderful album, Acton Baby. Okay. I've got to agree. It is a wonderful album. And I did used to absolutely love it. And I played it a lot. This is and brand now, new information. I did. I did. I really, really like it. You have this it. album. 
idea. I think I probably still. Hmm, no, it might have. It might have. Might have got lost oh. in the the great house move, Cole. Um, <laughs> no, I did love this, and I love Joshua Tree, and I did play them a lot. And then, then and they then, turned yeah. into. Uh, they yeah, they went yeah. over the cliff. So now I, I find it really difficult to to listen to it now because I just yeah I just can't get away from the fact that I just yeah don't it, like them as it's still people. good it is still good yeah it's that whole thing of like you know can you separate the art from the artist and in this case not really hmm. however still one of my favorite songs ever is one but the REM cover <laughs> version of it have you heard that um probably somewhere along the way. Oh, that is beautiful. I'm crazy about Michael Stipe's voice, to be honest. Oh, amazing! It's not, it's not bad. I don't. I don't mean to say I'm not criticizing Ooh, one of the biggest recording artists. Slept my gin then. Oh yeah, we didn't flag up the the gin we are currently drinking. It's rhubarb and ginger. Delicious. Oh, and is there an A connection there as well? Is that the LD one or is it the little one? It's Sally. No, it's from Little. Oh. And it doesn't cost £13 either. Damn it. And I didn't <laughs> steal it. Shit. <laughs> okay. So, yes, it's Acting Baby. It was recorded in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Apparently they headed out there because um, it was at the time that the Berlin Wall was falling. It was the reunification of Germany. Mm. And they wanted to be like part of the, the vibe and it was an exciting place and they were going to just get really involved in stuff. Um, I'm not sure it really worked out that way. This studio um, is called Hansa Studios. And a bunch of other people have recorded there, David Bowie and Iggy Pop. Um, it's an old SS ballroom. Oh, wow. Apparently they found it, unsurprisingly, a bit depressing. Um, oh, oh, and apparently the day they showed up, which was the day that reunification was happening, they saw a party and they wanted to get involved and stuff. And it turned out to be um, an anti <laughs> reunification, <laughs> awkward like, Soviet run. <laughs> protest <laughs> so i don't really know how you yeah. don't see that how did they handle that one did it yeah <laughs> break into song <laughs> yeah bizarre um this album nearly split them up bono and edge have been working together quite a lot um and they were really into electronic and they wanted to change things up and just move away get into some dance do some more pop um and the other two I was going to, Larry and Adam, that's right. They went into it. They should have split up after this album. Well, they were going to split up before this album was ever released. So that would be, that would be a sad thing. Yeah, that's why I said after, that's why I said after. It would have been a shame if the world, you know, had never got this album, but the world would be a better place if they had stopped after this album. Well, that is a very (laughs) sweeping statement (laughs) that many people would disagree with. But I mean, what's weird about this album is I loved it. But I never, I never listen to it now. Literally never. Yeah, same here. But I will, we'll get to the, I think we'll get to the reason for that in a minute. But, um. Because they're balanced. Well, they do a lot of charity work. Let's just, (laughs) let's just move on. So, uh, the first single, The Fly. Got some great intros. I like this one a lot. Yeah. Before their intros started taking about half an hour each, they just disappeared up their own. A for asses. <laughs> oh, is that what you're going to label this? <laughs> A's for asses. No, Artemovia is not, is not ass. It's good. 
I haven't watched the video in a long time, but I seem to remember it was pretty good. Like a bit I of a, remember. I think it was like a spinning camera going around him and he seemed to be in like a dome. Oh, it was a live performance, was it? Yeah. No, no, no? He, he was like in a bubble kind of thing. And I it was know. like, I think they use some fancy. That was the actual official video. I'm thinking yeah. the, um, the, MT, the 1993 MTV Awards. Oops. Was it the 1993 one? The 1994 one? Where they, they video link them in and isn't um, <gasps> Dana Carvey oh, yeah. is like drumming by satellite. Yeah, that was hideous. Yeah. That, that was truly awful. Uh, oh, that was the zoo. Such... No, that was the zoo tour, wasn't it? I think so, because that was 93. Three or four. Yeah. This is a good tune. It actually. is. It is. I, it is. I, it is. I, I like it more than I thought I did. Like it's coming back to me now. Me and my friends were obsessed with this album. And we borrowed the live video from our English teacher. We ended up getting banged up. What for? Theft? Oh, Pedophilia, no. sadly. Oh. Yeah. Some, some interesting grim. Took all of the um, all of the year. What year do you do? Do you see again? Totally blank. Uh, five. Yeah, it's when you're like sixteen, sixteen at the time. Yeah. Yeah, at the time, I think it's changed now, but yeah, he nicked off with all of their um, coursework as well, so they were all screwed. Whoa. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, uh, he was a big U2 fan. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, good tune, good tune. Anyway, aside from him, we used to watch the video all the time, and then we bought tickets to see U2. But obviously it wasn't, I mean, we were... 14 or something we didn't yeah. kind of really understand that they wouldn't be playing any of that album really so it was the Zeropa tour and yeah oh which was which is the 90 the MTV one that exactly yeah, just, yeah. yeah. so I was there at Wembley for that yeah they'd already lost it by With, that point did you know supporting you 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 Utah Saints <laughs> <laughs> someone else I don't even remember who it was it was quite random I'd anyway. be very impressed if you could remember the second support act i'm amazed i remember the utah saints it was just it, it, it was even then they were just kind of like an odd choice even then <laughs> and i'd never been to anywhere that big i don't think where you was know, it wembley wembley yeah anyway it was all right it just wasn't yeah yeah it, it wasn't what we'd anticipated i suppose anyway second track, second track <laughs> mysterious ways <laughs> This is a really cool intro. It's a good video, I think. I don't have a good memory for videos. At all. It was like a belly dancer, I think. Impressive. It's been a it's been a minute since I saw it. Okay. We all had a bit of a thing for the edge as well. <laughs> really? Oh, no, none of them. None of them. I don't understand so now. Weird. I have to look back and say that's a proper weird one, but I hope I'm not slandering um, Alison, Kelly, and Jill. 
by including them too. Maybe Jill had a thing for Bono, which I know will horrify you probably oh. more. I'm sorry, girls, if I'm getting that wrong. Maybe it was just me. <laughs> right, we can move on to the next one now, thanks. Okay. okay. I've, uh, I've delighted you long enough with that one, have I? Okay, even better than the real thing was the third single. It's time to notice that the intro is a little bit samey. Hmm. Was, was this used for a Coca-Cola advert? Probably, knowing the sort of sellout tendencies. Pretty good though. Yeah, it is. Can't deny. <laughs> I think it's just when his voice kicks in now that I, I just. <laughs> you're, you're the Edge fan as well. Oh. <laughs> Apparently he's called the Edge because of the shape of his nose. His nose is an edge. How does that even work? I don't know. Oh, and what, why, is, what, why is Bono called Bono? Oh, no, you said at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk over the best bit. Um, during his time in his street gang, there was a, a shop on the high street called Bonavox, which is for uh, hearing aids. I don't know why that had anything to do with him. Or maybe they just thought he was a good singer and it was funny. I don't know. Oh, it's basically got like a Latin. How posh is that? Latin nickname. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was even better than the real thing. Um, the next one, I don't think I like that much, but anyway, it's Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses? Oh, I do like this one. I do. I don't even really remember it. This is one of the ones that I would go back and repeat. Really? Mm. It's not even ringing any bells now. Intro's not as good, but once it gets into it, I, it's I a cracking really intro. Enjoy. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I preferred the ones that are a bit more like, I mean, obviously one is my favourite, but this has more of a kind of one vibe. It's kind of almost less... No less electronic. Stripped down. Yeah, I guess they were obviously, you know, starting to go into their prog rock up their own asses phase, weren't they, with this album? No, they and intentionally. The that's intentionally what they did with this. But I, I can't hear that in one, and I can't hear that in Wild Horses. Whereas everything up to now, they're clearly going down that route pretty heavily already. I don't know. That's how it sounds to me. Except apparently, in in one. The Edge did something like he recorded one track and then did it in a different chord and then they smooshed them together. So yeah, you're getting too technical for me now. I, that was the limit. There was loads more stuff about his playing and all this stuff and I just, it just went right over my head. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's done. It's smooshed. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Let's go like this. Shalala. Yeah, I think it's nice. But you can fast forward it. No. <laughs> I think I like songs that have shallow. Use my fader. <laughs> my fader. I'm going to uh, serve up one. Oh. 
I went through a phase of putting this on every mixtape. I love when you have that favourite thing and it's like your signature tune yeah. and you put it on every mixtape. <laughs> I imagine I put this on a lot of of the quiet side. Did you do that where you'd have like a loud side, side, side A, and then B would be like more chilled out? No, I think it would be like it would either be like a chilled out mix, oh, okay, separated, or uh, yeah, a rocky mix, which is still how I like to see my Spotify playlist. Really? <laughs> I never, do, I don't, I don't even think of. Yeah, I do like party ones or like easily listening ones oh, right. or fall oh, to I sleep see. ones. Yeah. I was like, hey, how do you do different things. sides? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It is. It is. I'll give you that, Bono. It is a beautiful, a beautiful tune. There's one more um, release. It's Until the End of the World. The lyrics are pretty, uh, pretty special too. It's a bit of a departure from one. Sorry, that was me finishing my gin. <laughs> Sorry, Bonner. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't remember this. Kicks off. Oh yeah. We're both nodding our heads. No, I think I just turned. This. I just turned my head. <laughs> I remember you saying you were dreading me ever bringing up you two. This has gone remarkably better than Alanis. <laughs> yeah, it really should have been the other way around. Apparently the bass player missed a show in Sydney because he was hungover. <laughs> Rock and roll. Imagine that. A massive, massive stadium. But Bono wasn't Sydney. too impressed. And you can't make it because you're too hungover. I mean, I, I can actually relate. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine not making it to school in time. <laughs> that's messed up though. Yeah, like all those people. Like, what if you're their favourite? You know, apparently his guitar texted him from. That's lame. So what happened? Did they get like a last minute stand in or what? They just had yeah, no guitar. guitar. No, oh, it's a guitar. guitar. Oh god, played for him instead. Can you imagine the confusion? Everyone else going like, <laughs> who's that guy? And the poor Where's guitar Adam tech. God, you know the nerves. Wow, good point. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's a kind of a dick move. Yeah. And, um, and obviously. After this, after all of the, well, probably there were several albums in between. I don't remember. I think I think I had. It was called Zeropa, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Into was the tour. I can't remember. Uh, was it called Zoo TV? Zoo Station. Yeah. Was uh, Zoo something? Yeah, it was Zoo something. Maybe it was um, Zoo. Yeah. I think because they called the Acting Baby tour Zoo something, didn't they? Didn't they call it Zoo TV? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, the thing burned in all, all of our memories is Songs of Innocence released into the wild to everybody's iTunes account for free. I guess they really had disappeared 
See, up their own backside. Yeah, they really had. They thought that was that, that was you know something people want. Their their gift to the world. Fuck off. And the worst part was, I don't know why, but it always came up first. Yes. Did you have that? I didn't. I didn't. Why? I had to, I'm not very technical, and I just I, I couldn't work out how to turn it off. off no, no one off. could. <laughs> I couldn't work out how to delete it, but then I'd keep, I'd keep accidentally it playing stop. it. It would be like you know, I'd pocket doll you too. Just go away. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, it wasn't. It was not who good. Who did they think they were? Yeah. There was a quote. I didn't run it down because I didn't want to encourage you too much anyway. <laughs> but um, where the drummer had said, you know, like with that last album, we took we took sort of basically disappearing up our own backsides to the brink. And in the next one, we, were, we, we just went beyond it. Oh, <laughs> like he did he actually admit to properly it. Properly admitted. Okay, fair enough. That they I just bet Bonnie didn't admit massively. To it, I think he, he kind of said it was like he, they really self-indulged. They really kind of yeah. Anyway, but then they didn't stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened after that. I would have thought they had more albums actually. But anyway, that's the end of good old Bono and Co. for tonight. Anyway, I don't think I have. Anything else to say? No, no. I'm going to tell you about several <laughs> injuries that Bono has sustained over the years in stupid accidents. Oh, actually, no. Yeah, do tell me about that. <laughs> People they lobbing nearly... stuff at him on the stage. <laughs> no, but they nearly had to cancel a tour. They did postpone it uh, because he had some sort of. It was a really bizarre fall or something, and he herniated a disc. Well, he had a herniated disc. And a compressed sciatic nerve. And then another time. Is it because his sunglasses were too dark? Well, he does have glaucoma. Can we please just remember that he's actually afflicted? <laughs> um, this could be connected. He fell off his bike in Central Park. Fractured. I remember this. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, remember I remember this. hearing that. Yeah. He fractured his shoulder blade, his orbital socket, his little finger, and his humerus. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know there are because lots of groups on Facebook dedicated to Bono is a twat? I didn't. <laughs> well, there are. It's a fact. There you go. A bit of trivia for you. Fun fact <laughs> from Hannah. Thank you. Are you still interested in hearing more A's? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be something that... You're tiring. Um, <laughs> that I don't dislike. No. Because I'm just coming across as really horrible. No. I'm really... I really do like a lot of music, just not the past two artists. Well, look, I, I mean, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, <laughs> just locked into the A's here, so I couldn't really, you know, do anything about that. Really? Yeah. What else you got? What else you okay. got? Okay, okay. Are you ready? <clears throat> here we go. Okay. This group formed back in Atlanta in 1988. They have 12 studio albums. Oh, shit. No, Up Bono. Down, Bono. <laughs> God, it's done. <laughs> Go to sleep. Don't want it even for free. Jeez. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Atlanta. So they have 12 studio albums and an unplugged in their collective belt, which means they have 13. 13. Boop, boop. Um, their first album won two Grammys. It was called Three Years, Five Months, and Two Days, which was exactly how long it took them to get signed. Oh. They were named... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Pardon you. It's a slur. It's because I'm running out. And I'm drinking through a straw. What do they call that? 
didn't it? <laughs> no, I mean the SMR. What is it called? Oh, ASMR. Is ASMR. It? Yeah. I knew I was missing a letter. I don't actually think that's what it is at all, though. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that will make some people think about having a gin. Um, yeah, they were named Band of the Year by Rolling Stone in 92. Okay. Do you know who they are? Uh, is it Arrested Development? <gasps> Yay! There's an eight. Sounds like the original version. Just me. Was this the first single? Right? Yeah, this isn't the first. No. <laughs> Who's done that to me? <laughs> Spotify. I mean, what? <laughs> this isn't my album, which I own. Vamp, um, <clears throat> <Bant>, please. <laughs> okay, so uh, tell me everything you know about Arrested Development in the next 20 seconds. I, I don't know a lot. They weren't, um, it wasn't an album. I didn't own any of their albums, but I mean, I like them. How, how, how can you not? Um, yeah. Uh, any I was playing them last week in anticipation of A's that oh. you may play. Uh, kids, likes, kid, kids like them. Um, again, they performed kids. at the 1993 MTV Awards, didn't they? And uh, they were... I think a joy to watch when they picked up their uh, their award on stage because they were just. Um, oh, I remember. That. It was just really cute and like you know I they all came that. on and it was it. cute. It doesn't sound right, but maybe there was a remix and that's how they released it. Then maybe. I'm very confused. Don't know. Definitely not an expert. <laughs> well, that's not good. Yeah, it sounds wrong. I might have to move on to the next yeah. one. Try another one. This one's called Tennessee. Tennessee. I like that. I know you're supposed to be my steering wheel, not just my spare tire. <laughs> it's cool. It is. It's still good. If they released this yeah. today, it doesn't. I, I yeah. don't think it's aged. Yeah, it hasn't. And they had the um, the older gentleman as part of the band. Remember him? There were quite a lot of them in the band. How many were in it? There were loads. Um, well, it shifted and it changed over time, so they've had quite a lot of it. They actually split up in 94, and then they reformed in 2000. So oh, I had no idea. They probably d they've done the bulk of their work since they rejoined. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, his name is Baba OJ. He's the... Um, as in OJ, Orange Juice? No, O-J-E. Oh, right, okay. I think it's Baba OJ. 
Um, anyway, he I think he was he was in his late fifties when he met Speech, who's the singer, at university in Wisconsin. They were both at university together. Apparently. All right, cool. I mean, that's what it led me to believe anyway. Awesome. And he, yeah, so they kind of, he, he brought them along as a, a spiritual influence. Cool. I, I think he danced as well, didn't he? He was yeah. like, uh, he was like Bez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a better dancer, I just like to say. Yeah, I was going right to say, poor Baba OJ. <laughs> Saw, a bit more talent than Bez. <laughs> I saw Bez in a club once in Manchester and he was dancing like that. Oh I think he was just doing it for attention. It was, it was a bit past his moment. Then. Anyway, it's Tennessee. It's very good. Was that released as a single? It was. Okay. Do you remember that? And I am still so thirsty. All right. Next one, I think everybody knows this. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great intro. <laughs> that is. That kicks off. <laughs> Do you know they um they sued Fox Network for trademark infringement ahead of the TV series of the same names release? Oh, did they? <laughs> and I couldn't find any information as to whether they've been successful or not. Oh, but yeah, were, were they named after the band? Well, it's a phrase. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a psychological term, isn't it? When did Arrested Development come out? As in the, the TV show. Um, is that in the 2000s? 2003. That could be Bubba, for all I know. What, in the background? Yeah. I think I always assumed it was. I don't know if it is. It's got to be, hasn't it? I don't know. Anyway, the lovely Bubba OJ sadly left this mortal call in 2018. Oh, that's 86. Wow. It's obviously touring with, uh, uh, gosh, they're kind of a, they're very much a mishmash, and I think they got criticized quite a lot by the hip-hop community for not being hip hip-hop enough. Mm-hmm. And you know they didn't really fit anywhere, so they're proper. They're kind of alternative hip hop somehow. Yeah, I guess so. They're pretty unique, aren't they? Yeah, and I think they felt quite rejected by that whole situation because they didn't really fit anywhere. But that's mm-hmm. no bad thing. I think oh, they're a great sure. band. I heard some of the new stuff they've done as well. It's really good. Can you tell me who Mr. Wendell is? Was I think it's, um, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? It's just like an, an amalgam, a, a character of talking about, uh, you know, raising sort of homelessness awareness and how we treat people and what we throw away and what we use and what we consider to be useful and what we consider to be useless. Okay. Like the Wombles. Sure. <laughs> it's actually Mr. Womble, but they changed it because of trademark <laughs> infringement. <laughs> they had another release um, called Natural, which I hadn't heard. I don't know if we're going to play it. It's a little bit low-key. But they did write uh, a track for the Malcolm X, the Spike Lee movie. Oh, okay. And it's called Revolution. Are you going to play that? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yep. Okay. 
understand this is for all of my ancestors who were raped, who were killed, and hung because of their plight for freedom and for dignity. They died for me, and they died for you. This is for them to know that, yes, even today, in 1992, we are still fired up, and we're still talking about revolution. Shit, that just got topical. That's topical, yeah. 1992. I know. Wow. It's, it's, it's really shocking. People were horrified and disgusted that they were still talking about it in 92, and yeah. here we are. Jeez, Jeez, I can't even do the maths. I know it's like too long. <laughs> well, actually, it's 20. I was 12. Plus <laughs> 8. It's a long time ago. 28. Oh my god, I'm getting fatigue. Uh, yeah, so here we go. I've got to speed up now because time is ticking on. All right, are you ready? I am. This lady was born on Christmas Day. Oh. She studied flute at the Royal Academy of Music in London. Oh. She's always been managed by Simon Fuller of Spice Girls fame. She is credited with apparently uh, being responsible for having the girls exaggerate their personas. You know, they're sporty, spicy, or whatever they're called. Really? No, there's no one called spicy, is there? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Scary. Scary. <laughs> spicy. <laughs> they're all spicy. Thank you. Oh my God, uh, I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> did, did I, did, did we mention how hot it is today? <laughs> Thank God. We did and it's very hot. It's extremely hot. No. Uh, it's no. part of a, a huge, huge duo in the 80s. Known uh, for her <clears throat> very fierce, androgynous style. Uh, she no. occasionally dresses up as... Um, oh, she did. Annie Lennox. Hey. Oh, my God. Yes, Annie Lennox and the Eurythmics were the soundtrack of my childhood. My dad mm. absolutely loves Annie Lennox. Does he? I know that. He I love, adores her. I love them too. Loads of mixtapes had several Eurythmics tracks on. By Your Side was one of my mixtape faves. Mm. Like the kind of, uh, a bit of a Caribbean little vibe there with the kind of. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It just reminds me of Sunday dinners. It was, yeah, <laughs> we, you know, we'd have a roast and it would always be, if not Annie by herself, it would be the Rhythmix or Tanita Tickerum. <laughs> oh, Straits. my dad had that album. <laughs> and I, oh yeah, Dire Straits as well. Uh, yeah, it is her um, 92 album, Diva, which is her first solo album mm-hmm. as well. And it did fantastically. Did, this, won- did this have angels on it? Was it? No. I mean, you must be an angel. Is you? No. What is it? Okay. <laughs> there must be an angel. That's there the must be an angel. Uh, no, this one won um, the best British album and best British female singer at the Brits in 93. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say it came out in 92? Yes, I did. It won a Grammy for the music video for Diva. And uh, struggled to find any theft or 13s, but... Um, when she was nominated for a Grammy for Best Pop Vocal, 
No, that's not correct. <laughs> she was nominated for Best Pop Vocal, and she was also nominated for Album of the Year, along with U2's Acting Baby. Oh. Well, neither of them won anyway. Eric Clapton with his Unplugged album won. Back in the day where mm. Eric Clapton was a big deal. Yeah. When you look at all the listings for like um, early 90s Grammy winners, Eric Clapton is all over it constantly. Someone just was obsessed with him, I think. Anyway, let's get into it. Annie's first single was Why. Oh, yeah. Is this video where she's taking off the makeup or she's putting it on? No, she's putting it on, isn't she? I can't no. remember. Is this the one with the feather boa as well? Or is that Devil? I'm terrible, terrible at remembering so She's videos. like proper showgirl makeup, isn't it? Like she's so beautiful. Yeah, isn't there one where she's got like sort of David Bowie makeup as well? She must be taking it off then. Is she taking it off? Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like she's wearing the big feathery yeah. hair thing. I love her voice. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a really nice person as well. She is. She's like a major philanthropist, yeah. feminist, really goes to bat for some really big charities. Yeah. Oh, she, she did a, a Who Do You Think You Are? Oh, really? Oh, she's I haven't so seen that. lovely. Yeah. Oh, I'll just, check that out. Just I've seen my dad watch She's yeah. just such a nice lady. But also, like, I remember seeing her on TV, I suppose. You know, with the really short orange yeah, yes. hair and, and, you know, and the suit. And I was just like, oh, my God, she's amazing. Yeah, I had no idea who she was, but I just thought she was the coolest thing. Her and Cindy Lauper <laughs> my, like, fashion idols. <laughs> yeah, her voice is sublime. It's so lovely. She released this. She also released the next one. It's called Cold. I don't remember this at all. I'm just getting to play it. Don't put it on. So if your dad was a big fan, you probably do remember it, but I have no memory of this whatsoever. Come to me, oh, yeah, yeah, come to me, come to me. It's beautiful, I have no but idea how much just this is played in my house. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think I have listened to this since Sunday dinner in the nineties. What's what's uh, Tim into these days? Sunday lunch. Um. Well, he still listens to Annie Lennox and Rhythmics. Yeah, he was into some weird Ukrainian violinist last time we were over. Man of eclectic taste. Mm. I applaud him. Ukrainian violinists really don't get enough press. <laughs> well, this is lovely, but I have no... I, I, I just remember it at all. Oh, this one's good. This one's good. Here we go. This is so Eurythmic Season. Yeah, it really is. Oh, so good. Look up to the 
I really wasn't expecting you to include Annie Lennox. Cool. Yeah. Like a cornerstone of the Yeah, Annie I don't know. Like, this was just not... Yeah. Very Janet. pleasant surprise. Very pleasant. <laughs> nice little antidote yeah. to... So that, the best last. that nasty taste that Alanis left in your mouth. Jagged little pill. No, it's not. I'm not that down on her. I don't want to give the wrong impression. Oh, I'm just checking out my notes. I do have a 13 for Annie. Ooh. She provided an extensive vocal performance for the film Apollo 13. Oh, really? Boom. And oh, amazing. Her fourth album was produced by Glenn Ballard. Ah, here we go. Let's close that circle. It's all connected. And did anyone try to rob her? Probably. Definitely. It was the 80s. (laughs) I'm sure she got robbed blind. Listen to the next bit, they're really good. It does make you want to dance. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so good. Oh, this next one. Since I read this thing about this next song. It just makes me want to cry every time I listen to it. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. Is it super sad? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's nice, but it... And it is such a beautiful song. Precious. Go on. Hang on, I love the bit where it kicks in. And She gets away with warbling. Wikipedia said she's she's been lauded as like the best white soul singer. Female. She's got a lot of soul. God, that's so 90s that bit, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, really funky. That synth. Anyway, this um, this song is written about her newborn daughter, Lola, I think. Yes, yeah. But it's because her first child's um, there was a stillbirth. Oh no! And it was apparently two years of just misery and hell for her. And this song is written for her daughter. God, that makes sense now. I know, it's... Wow. Oh God, it's so obvious now. I've never ever thought about it like that. I just thought it was like a love song. Yeah. I mean, obviously it is a love song, but I didn't... Yeah, it totally... It's so obvious now, isn't it? It's like, how could it be about anything else? 
I know. Wow. I read it. I read that a few years ago, and I thought the exact same thing. Like, oh my god! Wow, oh. that's really touching. I know. I'm going to have to fade this out. So I'm gonna, mm. I will start crying. I'm actually really emotional. I'm glad about it. All right. The next one is the antidote for any kind of tears. It's cheese on the cheese. <laughs> Take it away, Annie. <laughs> the Dracula song. <laughs> Called Love Song for a Vampire. <laughs> Do you even remember how big Bram Stoker's Dracula was? Oh, yeah. And how hilarious Gary Oldman was as Dracula. So bad. So bad. I actually love Gary Oldman. I, so do I. But he was, I not, mean. Not the best. So funny. <laughs> it was just fantastic. Well, actually, does, there are, now I think about it, there's a couple of moments where he's very emotional. like. But yeah. Isn't Keanu Reeves in that? Yeah, he is. I think he is. Yes, I think he is. I think that's that's it's why not, I found it disgusting. A watch again. <laughs> and Winona. <laughs> Man, yeah. I need to rewatch. It that. is Winona, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't. You know, what I'm like with movies. I'm terrible. I, I know I've seen movies. it. I don't remember a lot else about it. About that I saw it and <laughs> thought it was very good. I don't know why. We did it for GCSE. We so had yeah, to we compare did. and contrast. Oh well, you actually did the film. Well, we compared did. to the book. No, no, we no, we did the book, but we watched it during our class one time. Oh, it was compare and contrast Bram Stoker's Dracula to Mary Shelley's Frankenstein because oh, do you remember Kenneth Branagh had Frankenstein come out? Yes. Was he in it or did he just direct it? It was, I don't know, but he was probably in it because he likes he, to be in things. He does like to. Yeah. That was at like peak Branner time. But a trivia for you, my school, my secondary school, was right next door to Barry Shelley's house. In fact, it might have been where she wrote Frankenstein. Well, no, maybe it was Percy Bysshe Shelley's house. I don't know. There's hmm. some Mary Shelley connection. No, I think she wrote it. Didn't they write it at Lake Geneva? And they were all trying to scare each other. They were with Byron or something else. Oh, really? Oh, some oh. Now you burst my bubble. Well, Percy, Shelley and everything. And they were trying to, yeah, come up with the scariest story. And she obviously won hands down. Because huh. all bad bitches do. I've got a feeling that I may have watched it instead of reading the books. I ran out of time. But not, not, not for GCC. This would have been at university in my first year. So we had a Victorian literature module and I hated it. I hated everything. Oh, no, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. I hated everything on that course apart from Dracula. Dracula was the only one that I read in its entirety. And I remember um, for Expectations was also a, a, a text on the course. And um, I remember having the York, like the GCSE York notes <laughs> and watching the film Great Expectations because oh, Ethan Hawke was in it. My fave, Ethan Hawke. And, My uh, fave. And then <laughs> I liked him first. Definitely come to Ethan <laughs> to the death later. To bite <laughs> in the, in this project, but um, yeah. And then having a panic in the middle of the exam, thinking, "Oh God!" Because you know, I, I, you know, based all of my answers on on the film, and having a panic, thinking, "Oh my God, what if they've changed the names and it's not Miss Favisham or Havisham or whatever?" And it wasn't Miss Favisham. It was Havisham. What was it? <laughs> Havisham. That's, that's yeah, <laughs> but uh yeah no i didn't do too badly in the end but um yeah so i did read dracula 
Maybe I didn't see the movie. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> I must you, have seen the movie. Everyone, it was mandatory, actually. Plus, you would have, because Keanu's no, in it. I, yeah, I'm not a Keanu fan. Everyone's a Keanu <laughs> fan. Just don't know it. Okay, that song's actually better than I remember. Thanks, Annie. For everything that you do, amazing woman. Yeah, love her. Yeah, um, she rocks. I think that is all I have to say about the wondrous Annie Lennox. But I do have one more. Okay. I'm pushing it a bit time-wise, but I've got to get it out. Go on, give us your final A. The good news is... Oh, no, actually, I can't say that because you're not supposed to know. Okay, never mind. Just ignore me. All right. Okay. This is so easy. You can get it straight away. Okay, this band formed in San Francisco in 91. And after their first album release, the singer suffered a nervous breakdown, which apparently was not his first. And in opposition to Alanis, not having anyone who wanted to sign her apart from Madge, nine major labels joined in a bidding war to sign these guys. Hmm. I don't know. To the point where in the industry, apparently they were known as the accounting crows. Oh, God. Right, okay. Yeah. I'm just... I'm, I'm giving it now. I'm yeah. like, let's let's do this. I was th- thinking of a band beginning with A. Okay. So you're talking about August and Everything After. I am doing August and Everything After just because I don't think either one of us know that much about them beyond this album. I mean, we, I do. I, do, I mean, I'm aware of, of, of tracks. There's some great tracks I know from This Desert Life and Covering Satellites. But uh, let's face it, August and Everything After was amazing. And yeah, they could have just stopped there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, also, <clears throat> we, um, me and my brother would constantly steal this album from my dad, who I think he thought he kept losing it, so he would just rebuy it. But then his car kept getting stolen. He had all these CDs in the boot, so he'd just have to rebuy them over and over and over again. So I think he lost track with what he had. Um, but then after that, Greg and I, like, um, you know how, like, whoever buys the album first is the bigger fan and the other one has to go, oh, I didn't win the race, you know, so you kind of back <laughs> off a bit. Greg became the Counting Crows fan. Okay. And I was like, okay. I never had that with my brother because we didn't like the same music until um, much, much later. And then mm. he started stealing my album, starting with Radiohead, The Benz, which you know, I still have two CD cases. One of them is empty. Greg claimed Radiohead off me as well. I <sighs> had Creep as a single. And then he just... Oh, took over so and I was like, oh, I begged my parents for a lock on my door so my brother wouldn't come. You know. <laughs> my brother used to sneak into my room, take my stuff all the time, oh, which he would, he would probably say I did to him, which I, a hundred percent didn't. The cause of so many arguments, and I, I, I used to love, I still love them, but love the Cure back in the day, and he would rip the piss out of me for <laughs> liking the Cure, and now he loves them. Um, I think the only one that Greg didn't steal off me, but actually tried to force me to listen to. And I didn't for ages because I was just being difficult and going, yeah, okay, I'll listen to this amazing album that you're always going on about. And like, really? sort of. And then I did, and it still is one of my favorite albums. I feel really stupid for not listening to him. He's completely right. The Jeff Buckley Grace album. Uh, Okay. I literally, he kept saying, have you listened to it yet? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll just get to it. You know, whatever. Off my back. (laughs) And then I found out it was dead. Yeah, I was pretty gutted. Missed, I missed the boat big time on that one. But that's counting grows. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so 
Uh, it was released um, in September of 93. And they, let me see, one, two, three, only four singles were released. Okay. Well, actually, I suppose that's that's pretty normal, isn't it? For a yeah, but yeah, album. I guess that sounds about average. Yeah, Alanis' six was big reading. Overkill, massive overkill. In fact, that album should have been called. Well, actually, didn't it turn out to be a bit of a jagged <laughs> little pill, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Um, here I am <clears throat> looking for this. Right, um, so the four singles, obviously Mr. Jane's. Is it around here? Um, yes, I believe it is. What else? Uh, trying to think perfect blue buildings yeah, I love but I don't think that would have been a single would it um, let's take a listen to around here if you'd be so kind <laughs> musical player <laughs> to make that happen for me please oh, it is. oh yeah it's, it's, really just, it's very quiet <laughs> <laughs> anyone would think I never heard this album before in my life out the front door like a ghost into a fog where no one notices the contrast of white on white in between a for adam duritz angels get a better good, good point has he done any solo stuff i knew he was just gonna ask me that i don't think he has i'm surprised because come on let's face it he kind of is counting crows so there's another a aniston Jennifer Aniston, oh yeah. Apparently he dated over two weeks. Really, is it? Of all the paparazzi who were just going out of their minds and totally losing it. He had a string of, like, he did, but he was like, I went women, out with Jennifer Aniston for two weeks. And now I'm this monster who seriously dates literally everyone in Hollywood. Although was he, he with Courtney Cox as well? Well, he was, I think, for a decent amount of time. That's pretty weird. Who does that? It's a bit wrong. Yeah, yeah with Lisa Goodrow. <laughs> I think we have to take it as red. Maybe even Ross. <laughs> this is beautiful. Beautiful. I think the whole. Uh, I think the whole album is beautiful. It is. It is a long album though, so maybe we should shift along. <laughs> Okay then. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind just getting on with it. The time. All right. <laughs> and I need a wee. And those bacon fries are calling me, but I don't want to crunch down the microphone. Lily's got some great snacks in this evening, along with just her copying Hannah's great snacks. See, oh, what did I say? Shalala. What, 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 what were we listened to earlier, where they had a shalala in it, and I said I like shalalas, and I couldn't remember. I couldn't think of other songs that have shallow light in it. And this must be what I was subconsciously thinking of. Is this today? Yes, today. I don't today. you saying that. There was another song that we just heard that has shallow light in it. Really? What was it? Was it? Oh, it must have been Annie then, then. No, it was before that. Maybe it was uh, you 2 What else have we heard? It definitely wasn't Arrested Development. But, well, it was either Shoved a lot down your throat tonight, let's face it. It must have been you 2 Yes, it was you 2 Jagged little pill your ass all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's loads of Shalala songs. I couldn't think of a single one. But yes, this is a great Shalala song. <laughs> oh my God. You just fall in love with the song immediately. It's oh, amazing. I get, this was played to death, but I never got sick of it. No, I didn't either. Apparently, the song title this is inspired by author Jonathan Pontell, who coined the term Generation Jones, which oh. is a micro generation of the baby boomers. Yeah. 
born between 54 and 65 because they're always jonesing for something. Keeping up with the joneses. Is that where that comes from? No, it's like jonesing, like needing something. Oh, oh right, didn't know that. Like you get obsessed with an idea of something that you need to have right oh, now. Okay. What, like a material thing? Anything. Yeah. Oh, just be a milkshake or a Counting Crows album. I'm jonesing another gin. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> and I'm wondering if all the clanking, you know, can wait, is worth. <laughs> well, <Come> then. <laughs> All right, I'm so close. I'm so close to. Should we fade out, Mr. Jones? I'm, ju- I'm so close. <laughs> give me, a, give me a second. Um, yeah, no, I, I got. Yeah, I got that bit out. Okay, so then. <laughs> I love this bit actually. All right. Oh yes. Yes. I don't think it's true though. Grey surely is no one's favorite color. It's a lot of people's favorite door color maybe at the moment. Me and my friend Alison obsessively tried to work out all the lyrics of this song, got really stuck on a couple of them. Beautiful woman. On my, on my Jennifer Aniston. It was on my Discman. We had one ear each. Oh, yes. Discman. Did you know? Oh, no, no, no. I had something today. I don't know how old Discmans are, but Walkmans are now 40. Yeah, I think I did see something in the press about it. I mean, at this point, I, I did have a Discman. Yes, I had a Disney. Uh, didn't see yeah, an app no, band at the time. Yeah. But no, I definitely remember having a Walkman. Did you ever have what came after the Discman? The, the, the little floppy disc type things? Min, mini discs. Mini, mini discs. discs. Yeah, yeah, Greg had a mini disc. I didn't. I did, but I never, I don't know why I had it. I don't know if, if I, someone gave it to me or something, but. Oh, no, that's right. I had a mini disc player. Like I could use a mini disc. Yeah. But I never had any because they were so expensive. Yeah. Because Greg would like spend all his money on music, like all of it. I still had shoes to buy, so. Oh, I spent all of my money on music, but CDs. What about shoes? I never really had uh, Converse, I went through, but they were always in like Sports Direct for 15 quid, so I had a lot of, and DMs. But I used to get, um, I used to get good bargains on my DMs because I'm a size two, so. <laughs> you might have even been a size one DMs back in the 90s. <laughs> well, I've still got my original, my first two pairs of DMs, like standard black ones. I remember they were 45 pounds, which was absolute yeah, fortune and then my second pair were 14 whole ones with steel toe caps which i still have with multicolored laces and beads yeah, my head still took you know those um those like massage uh like bead covers that yeah co- yeah so yeah so my friend anna and i we um we, we invested in one and took all the beat you know cut off all the strings or whatever and uh, made necklaces and sold them to our friends at school and also <laughs> just painted them and, you know, for, to, to basically thread on your laces of your Dot Martens. Like your entrepreneurial spirit there, yeah. Yeah, still to, to this day. You sand them down, paint little flowers on them, varnish them again. Yeah. That's so cool. I pierced people's ears in the toilets. Ouch. I didn't charge though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wasn't really a business. Yeah. Missed a trick there, didn't I? <laughs> I even did, um, I did the, um, what do you call the bit at the top? What? You know. The, the hoop. Piercing the... through the top of your ear, though. Oh, you know, the, the... Uh, I want to say cartilage. Cartilage Is it cartilage? Yeah. yeah. What was I thinking? I did that to someone in the toilets when I was 14. <laughs> oh, this is ranking. This was another. Ah, um, Apparently, ranking is inspired by Saul Bellow's novel, Henderson. The Rain King. Yeah. 
It's about a rich middle-aged man who goes to Africa to find himself. And at the end, apparently, you can hear him say Henderson is waiting for the sun. Ooh. Which I've never noticed. Have you? No. Can you play it? I'm playing it right now. Fast forward it. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, do you want to... 13 tracks. Yeah, go on, hit me with 13 tracks on the deluxe edition bonus disc live at the Elysee Montmartre. Recorded in 94. 13. I can even rate geek facts. Amazing. great song they all are they are the whole album is amazing if we had a bit more time i i would definitely play a bit more but as it is we might have to split this one um the last single was what i believe is the last track of the normal album which is a murder of one which again because i never had the cover because my dad would always chuck out the cover because he didn't need it because he would just put it in the in the cd player in the back of his car Uh uh-huh we never had the covers or we had all the covers and then someone would throw them out because we never had the discs because dad kept getting them stolen. So I never knew what any of the tracks were. So if it's not really obvious, like Rain King, yeah, obviously, yeah. Sullivan Street, obvious. Oh, Perfect was Sullivan building. Street a single? It wasn't. No. Oh, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, so Murder of One, this is, this is like Jagged Little Pill. Name checks the band, doesn't it? It does, yeah. As does the album, which is named after a track that they pulled out but left on the front cover as the lyrics. Oh, yeah, oh. it's got, yeah. Cover art. That's what I'm trying to say. And Adam's handwriting. This is great, though. Yeah. I just, I never knew it was called The Murder of One. It's a great last track. It is. It's a pretty perfect album, actually. It really is, and you know all the non-singles are beautiful. That, that, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind listening to the whole album actually again. But I guess it's, it's the more upbeat songs. I mean, yeah, most of them are pretty somber anyway. But it's like you know, it's the upbeat ones. That were singles, but some of the other tracks are just more, just you know, sublimely mournful and just oh, beautiful. Do you talk like you used to have a music fanzine or something? <laughs> Is F a fanzine? I hope so. I have to work out if I get F. <laughs> ah, so good, so good. So I think. Just keep it low-key on in the background while I just credit a few very, very important um, sites that help me out with my research. Cool. Wikipedia, of course, oh. all day long, or everything, <laughs> for anything. Uh, Rolling Stone, Loudwire, Tahoe on stage. That was a 
quite a random one. Thisdayinmusic.com, which is a really good website. Oh, wow. Just going to say that. Check that out. Articlesvalley.com and thoughtcatalog.com, which has also uh, had loads of really interesting articles in it. And Spotify, who I adore. Thanks, guys. Spotify, mon amour. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm really with glad a, with that a, you... With a thorough rustling of papers there. I'll say that um, I'm going to do a little a little sign out from one of our fave movies of all time. Hang on a minute, before you do, can I just compare with my list that I had for A's? Oh God, yes. <laughs> but are you sure you don't want to do a another look at A? Because I know I left loads of stuff out. Uh, no, Hannah's, I mean, Hannah's a maybe, rebuttal. Maybe time. No, no, no. There's not enough in there. the lost podcast. No. Come on. No, come no, on. no. Just, I was, you know, I was very curious to see what you would have come up with for A, and I knew you were going to have Alanis, and I knew you'd have um, Upton Baby, and I think I knew you were going to have Rest of Development. So Annie Lennox is a big surprise. I don't know why I didn't think you'd have August and Everything After. Maybe a bit later on, I yeah. But yeah, great ones, Wendell. Well, um, full disclosure, we have actually recorded in August and everything after podcast. Uh, it's in but the it vault. all went a bit wrong. In the vault. In the vault. <laughs> um, I don't even know if it is in the vault. So I had a little list. I'm not going to say anything about any, any of them. I'm just going to run through it. Go on. So I had Automatic with the People, RM. Yes. Uh, I had Animal. Because <laughs> I think we can talk about individual songs on this as well. Uh, so Power okay. Down's Animal, but also Animal from the Muppets. I think they're very Gen X. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you grow yeah. up the Muppets? No, I certainly and did. And he's a drummer. I you loved. Know. So there you go. I loved the Muppets. Um, Amy Winehouse. I know she's not 90s, but, you know, I think she's... I did issue her for that reason, yeah. And Audio Save. Again, not a 90s band, but we're not an all all 90s podca- podcast. And, you know, obviously we both no, I regret love that. Garden. I regret that one. Uh, Alison Chains. Again, like... You yeah, know, I wasn't a huge fan. Don't think you were either, but there are some songs that are amazing on that. Do you know what? I thought we should just push that off to the singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And then movies as well. I had American Pie, American Beauty. No. And Apocalypse <laughs> Now. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. I started rewatching it last night, and I think it's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's very Gen X-y. And we absolutely I can. had Angela Chase. Oh. So there you go. Yes. That is going to be thoroughly addressed in a future um, myself of life extensive, maybe two or three part um, podcast. <laughs> I think we might need a few for him. We might need a separate podcast <laughs> for that one for our generation Catalanoness. <laughs> right, cool. Well, um, let's leave. Let's leave this with one of our favourite thoughts. A compliment for us is a compliment for you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.